What sources are now telling CNN about President Biden's new aggressive plan to go after the, quote, crazy that Donald Trump says, that expletive from the Biden source, not from me. Exactly how Biden wants to push back, that's ahead. Push back against what exactly? Against uh, the uh, rhetoric from his own Nazi fascist White House? I kid, that's a... That was Jake Tapper, of course, former Democrat. And it's true, they're cussing up the storm over there on CNN. Because the Biden White House is now, they're cursing. They're... Where's Joe today? Is he in? Is he sleeping in Beverly Hills? Is he had his uh, $250,000 a rub um, fundraiser. And I don't even think there was dinner. It was... Ah, yes. American politics, 2024. Doesn't get much better than this, does it? Great stuff on the Fox News Channel last night with President Donald John Trump. Speaking to Laura Ingram, a town hall in South Carolina, and uh, I got to say, President Trump was was in rare form. He was, uh, he was great, and he and he addressed a couple of big things that the media will completely ignore. They'll just do this Jake Tapper stuff with the expletives deleted to, I don't know, they're showing that they're hip or something. Is that what, is that what it is? And they had, uh, yesterday was they got this uh, Communist Party reporter, MJ Lee, um, who should maybe be deported. She's a White House reporter at CNN. That used to mean something. It really doesn't anymore. And uh, yesterday we were mocking her, and she's back because... Uh, she's uh, trying to make a name for herself, kind of like uh, Abilio Acosta, like Jim Acosta made a name for himself when he was with CNN at the uh, White House. Now he's with CNN someplace else, and nobody cares. It's uh, it's an extraordinary world we're living in, no doubt about it. And I have a uh, I have a lot of stories for you, but in addition to President Trump, and again, President Trump, one of the great things he he said because uh, the Democrats. And the media, but I repeat myself, they keep pushing this uh, yet another false narrative. Uh, President Trump said he's going to get revenge. He's going to. And uh, last night he clarified that eloquently. My best girl and I, we were watching and I said, boy, that is the soundbite of the night. Um, we were uh, we were watching and following along and having a nice time. And we were eating dinner at the same time, watching uh, President Trump and Laura Ingram. And when he gave his answer to that, I said, that is the soundbite of the night. That is good stuff. Good job, President Trump, on that one and on the town hall uh, overall last night. I've uh, I've got to say that was a presidential candidate we were watching last night on the Fox News Channel. I was very impressed, very impressed, very pleased. So we've got that. Uh, we've got that going for you. We've got a lot of other things, too, because the Democrats are on the loose again. They certainly are. And uh, out of their cages, off their chains, and uh, doing all kinds of crazy, as you might expect. There is a, uh, a town, a small city in Colorado that has declared itself, not too far from Denver, declared itself to be a non-sanctuary city. And I have the mayor for you today. He was on the television. And I will share what the mayor of this wonderful Colorado city uh, said about not being a sanctuary city, not being a sanctuary city. And uh, remarkable stuff, good stuff. Monument, Colorado. They uh, they might start a national trend. It should start a national trend. But the Democrats, they're in the midst of a national trend. It has to do with Barack Obama's promise 
to fundamentally transform the United States of America and Barack Obama's threat that we should all learn to speak Spanish because he's got a lot of power and he hates the United States and wants to destroy it. So I've got some uh, stuff for you on that and another uh, poll, a new Monmouth poll that finds that 76% of us, 76% of Americans, of voters, uh, believe that Joe Biden is wrecking our country with his open border thing. That's not quite what the poll says, but I'll share exactly what it says for you, uh, with you because it is uh, it is worth noting. And the they're just going to attack Trump and and have little Miss Potty Mouth uh, M J Lee come out on the front lawn, the north lawn of the White House, and and spew her her political venom. And then Jake Tapper, who dated Monica Lewinsky, and uh, you know, was a Democrat Capitol Hill staffer. He'll come out and parrot uh, the Democrat Party's vile, vulgar, obscene stuff. And that's and that's all fine because they're Democrats. Yes, sir. You betcha. Got more news on Harvard, too. More news on Harvard. It used to be a an esteemed university. Now, really, it should be canceled. I think Harvard University should be should be closed up. The building should be converted to condominiums. And uh, they should just stop doing what they're pretending to do there. But turns out the chair of Harvard University's history department is part of a, um, a virulent anti-Semitic group. It just goes on and on at Harvard, doesn't it? Where's Claudine Gay? They're paying her $900,000 a year to do nothing now because they're racists. Also in the Washington Post today, a story that uh, took my best girl and I by surprise this morning. Uh, lots and lots of companies are dumping their whole DEI project, you know, their diversity, equity, and inclusion project, because some people recognized what is obvious, and that is it's racist. And uh, that's okay at Harvard and a lot of places, because Democrats love being racists. They always have. But companies like Zoom and Snap and all kinds of uh, big corporations, lefty corporations mostly that went uh, into this DEI thing with both feet, and now they're pulling out like uh, like the place is on fire. And the Washington Post was forced to uh, confess uh, that this was happening and bury it deep in the bowels of their awful, terrible, fake newspaper uh, today. So we got that going. Uh, remarkable stuff. All kinds of amazing things. Because the Democrats. So we've got uh, some of those. And Joe Biden, again, he's in California. He's raising money to run for president, even though really nobody wants him to run for president again, except crazy people. So we got that. Also, uh, you know, the Venezuelan gangs. Oh, and this, we got Letitia James, too. Letitia James in, in New York. She sat down with a fluffer from ABC Fake News, and uh, he just couldn't stop grinning. He was grinning from ear to ear about how wonderful I was. And he didn't ask any follow-up questions because he's not a journalist. He is a paid Chapstick applying fluffer for the Democrat Party, um, Katursky, and he is—he's uh, terrible. He's awful, and well, we'll point out how awful he is, how corrupt he is, and what a journalist he is not. As we go forward, and this Letitia James, she's going to seize all of Donald Trump's properties in New York, hundreds of millions of dollars. She's going because she's basically a communist and a racist. Is that—is that, is that uh, fair to say? I think it is. Now it's. You know, Joe Scarborough yesterday was calling the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, a communist. 
after a week ago calling him a right-wing radical and a Christian nationalist. And uh, it's, uh, you know, the rhetoric has been dialed up to 11 in the United States of America because of the Democrats. And, and if, uh, you know, and if we return fire in kind, then they cry and they wet their little panties and they, uh, they clutch to stupidity. But we'll, uh, we'll get to that. Remarkable stuff. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, and also there was a funny little moment on Fox News yesterday. A panelist actually burst out laughing. Uh, a Democrat said, boy, I'm, I hope I'm in the kind of shape when I'm 81 that Biden is. Yeah, and then he fell down a flight of stairs, the panelist did there. There wasn't even a flight of stairs there. He had to go find a flight of stairs to fall down. Remarkable stuff. Yes, sir. And uh, Joe Biden canceling, what is it, more than a billion dollars more in student loans, in student loans. This is old-fashioned Chicago-style vote buying. They're buying votes. That's, That's corrupt. But the news media is good with it because the news media is the most corrupt institution in America. If they only told the truth about anything, we'd live in a very different country. That's why I get out of bed in the morning and uh, and tell the truth. I tell the truth about stuff because I think the truth is important. In the meantime, the the Biden White House is recruiting a director of celebrity outreach. They're looking for a director of, and then, you know, and if you're LGBTQ or a one legged, um, uh, BLT, uh, who's suffering from dwarfism, then uh, you're probably in the inside uh, inside track there because it's uh, really uh, remarkable stuff. So we got that going. We got all kinds of amazing stuff. The uh, the corrupt Democrats, they're so corrupt from Atlanta to New York to Washington, D.C. The party is profoundly corrupt and they lie about almost everything. And 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 it's, it's uh, becoming almost um, challenging <laughs> to try to correct all of the falsehoods that they put out there. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, also, we have an update on the uh, people that did the shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade. And uh, what is it? It's kind of strange because they told us that they weren't releasing the names of the of the shooters. They call them shooters, like they're you know, like they're shots at a bar somewhere. They said, "Well, we can't because they uh, they're minors." And now it turns out that the two people that have been charged are 23 years old and 18 years old. Those are adults. And we were lied to again by the liars who would do all the lying uh, for other liars in the United States of America. And uh, Dominic Miller and Lindell Mays have been charged. And uh, you look at their mugshots and you'd say, oh, yeah, those guys are criminals. But for some reason... They didn't release their names. Why didn't they release their names? Honestly, Kyle Rittenhouse, who was 17 years old when he was attacked by a serial little boy rapist, uh, and he defended himself against the rioting, looting, arsonist criminal, uh, his name was released immediately because he's a white male. He's a white male. These, uh, these individuals are male, but they're not white males. Therefore, they were protected by a corrupt system for many, many days and now we uh, learn their identities. Alleged Kansas City Chiefs Parade shooter Lindell Mays told cops he was, quote, just being stupid, just being stupid. That's what he said. Well, every day is an IQ test, Lindell, and uh, maybe you can just be stupid in a penitentiary for the next 75 years because, you know, you're, um, you're a notorious criminal now. 
So congratulations. Maybe you could run for office as a Democrat from prison and vote from prison, too, because, you know, the Democrats are trying to get the vote to every inmate in every jail and every prison in the United States because they know that prisons are filled with their base, you know, their their Democrat voters and their their sons, their daughters in ladies' prisons. Some of their sons are in ladies' prisons, too, because they might identify as ladies, and then you get put into a ladies' prison because the Democrat Party doesn't have a mind to lose anymore. So uh, scratching the surface on a few things that we have to share with you today, a great many stories. And oh, also, you know, we know about the, the Venezuelan gangs marauding through New York. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the state attorney general thinks that they're tourists, thinks that the gang members from Venezuela are tourists. She's not a bright woman. She's a crooked woman, a dishonest woman. She abuses whatever power she has because she's a leftist and not a liberal. But we've got that. And the Venezuelan gangs have married up with MS-13 in New York because they want to make it like a science fiction movie to live in New York City now. And who would go to New York City at this point? Why would anyone go to New York? Why would you go there on purpose? Would you, you know, should go over like in a, in a bomber or something. You wouldn't take the train, uh, but maybe, maybe a B-2 bomber. Uh, to go to New York. Amazing stuff. But it turns out there are Venezuelan gangs now marauding through Chicago as well. Because you know why? Because Joe Biden and the Democrats are here to fundamentally transform the United States of America. So I will um, open those cans of worms for you today and uh, share with you the the genius that is, <laughs> that is um, uh, afflicting our country because of the Democrat Party. But honestly, President Trump was great last night. He was, uh, he was on his game. He was, he was uh, hitting it out of the park, I think. And Laura Ingram did a, uh, did a really nice job of uh, managing the town hall and, uh, and getting a lot of good stuff. It was, it was a good event. It really was. You know, Joe Biden, he's not going to do any debates or anything because his brain, she's a broke, his brain is a no good, and everybody knows it. So they're going to come up with lies. They'll attack Donald Trump, and that's what they're doing. They'll attack Donald Trump. They'll curse about him at the White House and on CNN. And we'll try to iron some of that out for you. And we're, of course, at 888-630-9625. Today is also Mailbag Day. Mailbag Day, my mailbag questions in hand. Because it's Wednesday, hump day in the Clinton household. Hillary Clinton waking up face down in a pool of her own dried vomit. Passed out next to an empty one-gallon cardboard box of cheap New Zealand Chardonnay. It's Wednesday in the Clinton household. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Ah, yes. 
So many crazy people and only three hours a day to try to sort through it all. I uh, I think we should go to the telephones. And again, today is mailbag day and I have my mailbag uh, questions right in front of me. I look forward to getting to those. Right now, let's go to the let's go to the phones. Let's go to Scott calling from Wilmington, North Carolina. Scott, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. How are you doing today? Very well, thank you. I had the pleasure of attending the town hall in Greenville, South Carolina yesterday. As you mentioned, I'm in Wilmington. I hopped on a 4 a.m. flight yesterday morning, briefly connected in Charlotte, and uh, procured an Uber from the airport to the convention center, where I immediately grabbed a dirt cheap hotel room. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, wandered across wandered across the street to the convention center about an hour and a half early, only to discover seven or eight hundred people in line. Uh-huh. <laughs> surprise, surprise. So, so I wandered to the back of the line and got to talk to some folks, you know, some very, very nice folks. In fact, there was a, a whole group of young 18 to 20-year-old conservative individuals there that were walking around with clipboards trying to get people to uh, register to vote in the state of South Carolina. But anyway, I eventually got in there through the magnetometers and the Secret Service security and and, uh, found a very impressive uh, setting there for the town hall and got kind of lucky. Just before the show, uh, there was a spot open on the bleachers behind the president, and one of the producers came wandering around the audience and said, hey, is anybody interested in in taking that spot up there? And I said, sure, I'll do that. (laughs) So they they placed me up on the bleachers, and you're right. he, he gave a very presidential presentation, uh, as always, very impressed with what he had to say. But what really uh, impressed me was when Donald Trump walked into that room of, I don't know, I'd say 1,500, 2,000 people, the place absolutely melted down. The guy is a rock star. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah, that's a fact. That's and, uh, a fact. It was a, good, it was a good time. He spent some time afterwards kind of shaking some hands and kissing babies and and I got very close to the president within arm's length, and I was yelling in a pretty verbose manner, Mr. President, Mr. President. But as you can imagine, there were other individuals there with the same yeah. idea. Yeah. And I just couldn't get him to turn around. So I got a selfie of myself with the back of President Trump. That is uh, that is great. Man, you put in uh, maximum effort. There is no doubt about that. You get a prize of some kind for the amount of effort you put into being there. And uh, and, and I got to say, it looked like a great political event. And we've got a bunch of audio from that coming up. Thank you, Scott. All right, now our first uh, brilliant caller, Scott, who, boy, he went the uh, extra mile, didn't he? He's flying, he's Ubering, he's getting a dirt cheap hotel room, he's getting in line, he's Talking to the nice kids, signing people up to vote for America, to save America from the Democrat Party, which is here to demolish anything resembling America. They're not on our side. Uh, But Scott was at the town hall last night, and I I think we should get to the town hall now because we have so much to get to, and, and I have the mailbag questions to get to, and we have... All kinds of crazy. Let's go to, uh, and again, I mentioned that Laura Ingram, um, I just think, did a uh, did a really solid job last night. And it can be difficult. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, massaging and nudging and President Trump um, may not stop for you to ask your next question and so on. But 
uh, Laura, I thought was uh, was polite and professional while still moving things along very well. And uh, President Trump, I thought, was in rare form and in, in, uh, great form and, uh, and uh, hit some of these out of the park, which means the news media will bury the whole thing because the news media is the most corrupt institution in the United States of America. And right now we've got a lot of corrupt institutions from the FBI to the CIA and the Justice Department. Oh, the IRS corrupted by the Democrats. Well, then the Democrat Party very corrupt, but indistinguishable from the news media in almost every instance. Let's go to soundbite number 10, or as Democrats like to say, numero diez, numero diez, because they, they already warned us, Barack Obama did, that we all need to learn to speak Spanish because they're going to make America into a non-English-speaking country because they're hostile to the United States. And Barack Obama was mentored by Frank Marshall Davis, a literal communist. And then he made penitentiary face Brennan, a literal communist, the CIA director. And then the literal communist CIA director corrupted our presidential election in 2020 uh, because he's not on our side. He's a literal communist. Not like the fake communist that Joe Barrow, Scarborough was talking about on MSDNC yesterday, like Donald Trump's a communist, he's saying. A communist? That's the craziest thing. You need mental help. And the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, a communist. These are the, this is a, the language that they use. All right, let's go to Laura Ingram, soundbite number 10. She asked about uh, this awful, terrible, corrupt judge in New York, uh, Engeron, who has fined President Trump hundreds of millions of dollars and they immediately started charging interests like the Corleone family, like the Soprano family. All right, the fine is $355 million. And there's immediately interest of $99 million. We must wet our beak. These people are really, uh, at their core, Judge Arthur Engeron and uh, Attorney General Letitia James, at their core, they're criminals. It's kind of funny, the business they went into, but they're crooks. And uh, let's go to Laura Ingram asking about Judge Engeron with his crooked ruling, which is just anti-Trump. And he declared before the fake trial, the kangaroo trial even began, that he was going to nail Trump. Letitia James ran for the office of state attorney general on the uh, premise that she would go after President Trump and got these left-wing vindictive mental cases in New York to vote for. And now she's the chief law enforcement officer of New York, which should be expelled from the union, perhaps. Maybe kick him out. And California, let's kick out California. That'd be a really good start. You know how many lefties that'd take out of play? That'd be huge. California, New York, just kick him out of the union. 48 states. We haven't had just 48 states since. Since when, Michael? Since when? When's the last time we only had 48 states? Huh? Huh? Anybody? Jasmine? 48 states? <laughs> That's right, 1959, as any child of six can tell you. Last time we had 48 states. All right, let's go to Laura Ingram uh, last night with President Trump. Now, in this New York civil fraud case, this Judge Arthur Engeron ruled against you for almost a half a billion dollars plus interest that r runs every day. When I first read this, like $87,000 a day. How will you put up that kind of money because you have a bond to put up? Even if, if you appeal, you've got to put up escrow money. That's uh, uh, it's a lot it of, a lot of dough. It is a form of 
Navalny. It is a form of uh, communism or fascism. I, um, you know what, I, I like that answer last night. So, you know, Alexei Navalny, Vladimir Putin's political rival who was thrown into prison by Vladimir Putin on trumped-up charges of extremism, the same rhetoric being used by the Biden White House and beyond, while they loot and plunder and burn our cities because St. George of Fentanyl uh, died of cardiac failure while being arrested yet again for another felony. They love felons and despise the police, therefore law and order, therefore civilization. The Democrat Party is opposed to civilization. And uh, it's perfect that President Trump mentioned, mentioned Alexei Navalny, who was murdered by Putin and his gang of thugs. That's what communists do. And comparing this judge, Engeron, and honestly, Letitia James, too, to the Soviet Union is perfectly appropriate. Now, again, yesterday on MSDNC, Joe Scarborough accusing the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, of being a communist and Donald Trump of being a communist is the most insane rhetoric I've ever seen in corrupt media. Uh, they're really, they've, they haven't gone to 11, they've gone to 30. They're out of their minds, but never mind that. And again, and, and, and it's the old Russian playbook. They accuse you of doing whatever it is they are doing. They've, they've surrendered to the communists. They've surrendered. Mike Johnson surrendered to the communists, to the ex-communists, to the wannabe communists. Now, Mike Johnson, just days earlier on MSDNC, was being called a, a Christian fanatic and a right-wing extremist. And the next day, he's a communist because it's really just about name-calling and picking a fight uh, and making politics impossible and unpleasant and making sure that nobody in their right mind would want to go into this filthy business that our corrupt news media has made so awful. Yeah, yeah, Mike Johnson, the speaker, he's a communist. He surrendered to the Communist Party. That's what happened. Just insane. All right, let's get back to Laura Ingram and President Trump because— President Trump went on about the uh, the corrupt judge, Engeron, in New York with this ridiculous and unprecedented ruling where you have all kinds of smart Wall Street people saying, I, I'm never going to do business in New York again. I'm leaving New York. I'm going to Florida. I'm going to Texas. Uh, there was a guy on Fox News this morning uh, who was, said he's been plotting for years to open his business in New York, a big business, and, and he's decided that, that that's no longer the case. He's not doing it anymore. Just leave New York to the Venezuelan gangs and MS-13 as the Democrats wish it to be. And it is the equivalent, the American equivalent of Alexei Navalny being thrown into prison on trumped-up charges by Vladimir Putin because the Democratic Party isn't. President Trump last night with Laura Ingram. The guy's a nut job. I've known this for a long time, and I've said it openly. Uh, no jury, no anything. Uh, Letitia James is horrible attorney general in New York, campaigned on I will get Trump, I will get Trump. We went through a trial. It turned out we're totally innocent on everything. And he fined me $355 million plus interest on other things. $355. $355 million plus, as Laura Ingram said, interest compounding by the minute. Because they're gangsters. They have the souls, if they have souls at all, of gangsters, of criminals. These people shouldn't be allowed to own guns. They're, they're, uh, they're just corrupt people. 
And this is the Democrat Party in the mainstream at the highest levels. You're the Attorney General of the state of New York, and you're a Democrat. And this is your approach to law enforcement. I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. And then you get this clown of a judge, Engeron. Remember when the cameras came in and he took off his glasses and turned and posed, you know, like he's Brad Pitt? Um, but he's, you know, he's a pit dweller, but he's not, <laughs> but he's not Brad Pitt. Amazing stuff. And uh, President Trump on the phony baloney trumped up uh, Democrat Party fabricated lawsuits. It's all oh, coming in on you now. If I didn't, from criminal to civil if I didn't to the run, money. Oh, I got everything. I've become an expert at law. If I didn't run, <laughs> I wouldn't have any of these lawsuits. You know that. None of them. They would have gone on to the next. It's true. If you were not running for president, none of this would be on the table. This would. This is all politics by other means. Vicious, corrupt politics. Left-wing abuse of power politics. And uh, they're also not good people. I'm thinking their families don't like them. Letitia James and Arthur Ingram. I, I'd go ahead and I'd bet money on that. That's a, that's a fact. But these crooks, they've got plenty of power. Well, I have a lot of cash, but that doesn't mean he can take it. I mean, you know what he did? I think he looked at my cash and he said, well, we'll take all of his cash. This is all coming out of the White House. This is all, everything that you see, whether it's that one or the DA. And you Biden know, in the DA's office, this? in Bragg's office, he has his top people from the DOJ working in the district attorney's office in New York. And we know that out of Atlanta, Fannie Willis uh, was uh, having a sexual affair with a man that she hired for uh, way too much money to do a job that he was not qualified to do. And he came up to Washington from Atlanta and had meetings at the White House for hours. That's what you'd call a conspiracy, not a theory, uh, but an actual conspiracy. Amazing stuff. And then taking questions from the uh, from the audience at the town hall, as you might do. Uh, wonderful stuff. There were great people and great questions, and they, they did a, a great job of, uh, of this. And, and the, the question was wonderful, and President Trump said, oh, you know, great question. And then he gave a great answer because this is something that the corrupt news media like Jake Tapper and, and uh, Joe Scarborough, they've seized on the, oh, it's going to be all about revenge. I'm sorry, you guys have used the IRS the FBI, the CIA, the Justice Department against your political enemies for years now, going back to Barack Obama in 2012, abusing his power to sick the IRS on Tea Party groups and Patriot groups to sideline them. And, uh, you know, Barack Obama should go to the penitentiary for that. He should be in prison. Let's send Barack Obama to prison. There's a, that's a T-shirt. Uh, last night at the town hall. Our country is so divided right now. I know you have suffered endless attacks, no Not, doubt. Nice lady. But how can you assure independent and undecided voters that your focus as president will be on improving the state of our country and not settling those old scores? Like the, <laughs> it's an interesting question, I must say. <laughs> That's an interesting question, I must say. And it's true, it was. And uh, she teed it up very well. I've got to say, she should be a network news journalist. She'd be better than 98% of them, for sure. President Trump responded. We're going to get together through success. When this country, the country was at a level that we've never, we had the best employment numbers in history. Everything was good. 
and this country was coming together. Then we got hit with COVID, but this country came together. Uh, I don't care about the revenge thing. I know they usually, usually use the word revenge. Will there be revenge? Uh, my revenge will be success. Ah, Robert Hur. Speaking of Robert Hur, the special prosecutor, the Daily Caller has the story, and the New York Times does not because it's not a newspaper. DOJ fails to meet congressional deadline to hand over Biden Hur interview transcript. That is amazing stuff. And uh, Reagan Reese and Henry Rogers at the Daily Caller, the Department of Justice failed to turn over the transcript of President Joe Biden's interview with Special Counsel Robert Hur after the House Judiciary and Oversight Committees requested it. The Daily Caller has learned House Oversight Committee requested the transcript in a letter on February 12th and uh, giving the DOJ until Monday, February 19th, 5 p.m. to respond, and they failed because they're arrogant and they believe the law does not apply to them just like Hunter Biden showing up on Capitol Hill to thumb his nose at a congressional subpoena, just like Hillary Clinton destroyed 33,000 emails that were under congressional subpoena. The Democrat Party is a criminal organization. Honestly, they make the Corleone family. At least they have that uh, olive oil company, some, uh, some legitimate stuff. Laura Ingerman, President Trump. You ever just say to yourself, you know, I'm done. This, this is what they... Why? A lot of people would have said, I'm going to come out. Why are you staying in this? I can't because I want to make America great again. It's not great right now. And we can do that. We can do that. We can do that. We can do it. We can get it fixed. It's harder now. It would have been so much easier if we just finished off that. Everything would have been so perfect. We had the border set. Everything was set to rock and roll. And it's because he is a brawler. He is a bare-knuckles fighter. And he doesn't put up with this stuff. He's had to deal with the unions and the city of New York and the state of New York for so long. And, you know, Florida, he's uh, big time. I mean, he's, there are buildings with his name on them all over the planet. This is not a guy who just rolls over when the going gets tough. And, you know, I think real Americans... Even if you didn't vote for Donald Trump the first time, even if you think he says things he shouldn't say, I think if you're a real American, real Americans have an innate sense of fairness and fair play. The left does not. But at this point, with Joe Biden in the White House and the Democrats wrecking the place, how can you not be for President Trump? Thank God we've got someone who shows up to fight the fight. And he was great last night. Keep it up, President Trump. All right. Um, we've got border issues and, the, you know, the border, every state is a, is a border state, everybody says now, because it's true, because the Democrats. Um, and I've got news out of Colorado about a, a city declaring that they're not a sanctuary city. And the Democrats are wetting themselves again, as they so often do. Let's go to the telephones with that. Let's go to Gary calling from Highland, Indiana. Gary, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, Chris. Hey, Gary. Um, I've got a suggestion for President Trump when he gets back into office. Uh-huh. 
Um, he says he's going to start deporting all these illegal aliens back to their uh, country of origin. Uh-huh. Well, I don't think he should waste our money doing that. I think he should just dump them into Mexico because that's where they came from. Well, it's true. That was the uh, for almost Ted Cruz. A lot are going to Canada these days, too. Uh, and coming in, record numbers of illegals coming in uh, across our northern border from Canada. But, of course, the vast majority coming in from Mexico. But here's one of the problems with that, Gary, is that uh, you dump them in Mexico, they're just going to walk bas- back across our open border. Right now, you know, President Trump will take uh, great steps to secure our border. That You know, steps that Joe Biden has undone because he uh, holds our country in contempt and our sovereignty in contempt. What about sending them all to Martha's Vineyard? Uh, that'd be great. You know, for the time being, it's, uh, uh, see see if it flips over, like uh, Congressman Hank, Hank Johnson warned about Guam. Send them all to the Upper West Side of Manhattan and to uh, Nantucket and Martha's Vineyard. See how many millions we can fit in there. That's great. I'd also like to thank you for being a man of your word. You see, me and my wife met you two years ago, uh-huh. June 9th in Oak Brook. Uh-huh. We got to talk to you and your best lady. Uh-huh. And my wife explained to you how our three sons had got us the tickets for the show for our 50th wedding anniversary. And my wife kept pestering you to wish us a happy anniversary on your show. Uh-huh. And sure enough, the next day, June 9th on our anniversary, you wished us a happy anniversary, and I just want to thank you for that. Well, that is, I am a great guy. I, that's unbelievable what a great guy I am. I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gary, thank you. Thanks for the kind words. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on a sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.